Africa by and by. Amen. Truly, we thank God for his goodness, for his mercy, and for his grace. Now, I'm going to have to take a squig of water because I went to the song fest yesterday. And I was hitting notes I shouldn't have been hitting. <laughs> so, some notes I wonder how I got that. That's too, that's too much. Too much. Too much. I'm a suffer. Because when you get there, you got all those great singers, and they're singing, and they're praising God. And, and I tell you, sometimes you get so into the song, you just go higher than you ought to go. And, but that's okay. We had a great time at the song fest. And let me tell you something. One accord did an outstanding job. An outstanding job. Outstanding job. And, and, and you don't even you don't realize the work that they go through to be ready to, to sing and to, and to do it in a way that inspires people. Because, you know, you got to be here on Saturdays and you got to be here on Thursdays and all these rehearsal days just to get it right. And I love when, when we, when we serve God, we just don't want to give God anything. I love when we do something that we want to we want to give God our best. Amen. We want to make the sacrifices that it takes to show the world that that, that as, as children of the uh, most high God, that we are not second rate, that we are first rate and we are striving to put all our energy into the kingdom of God that God has born us into, that we may be able to serve God with all of our hearts. Is that all right? I was down again last week and went to strengthen the church down in Virginia Beach. And as I told you a, a, a few months ago that I, my schedule did get uh, tight at this particular time. I, I'm just saying yes and not looking at the calendar. And, 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 and it got me this time. But that's all right. God is still a good God. And he's able to sit high. He's able to look low. And God is concerned about all of his children. It's just so good again just to be here in the house of the Lord one more time. And I know the world calls this Memorial Day. But as Brother Booker said, that, 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 that Memorial Day to us is every Sunday. Every time we come together, we remember who? Jesus Christ. Remember his death, burial, and his rest. See, they only get to celebrate it one time a year. We get to celebrate it every Lord's Day when we come and we remember who he is and all that God has done for us. I want to thank God for a just able man who was able to mount the pulpit in my absence. Even this morning, Brother Vio came and preached a great sermon this morning talking about choices, making the right choices. And we are so thankful to God for all those who are just doing a good job in teaching and preaching God's most holy word. Also, you know, we had a whole lot. This month been full of, full of weddings. And I'm telling you, at the state of this country, I want everybody to get married. I'm, I'm pro-marriage. My goodness gracious, boy. I, I love it when a man marry a woman. <laughs> and a woman marry a man. I love it. <laughs> that, used to be, that used to be understood. But something's, something's gone wrong. <laughs> I, I love it when I, you know, boy, boys like girls and girls like boys. Man, I, when, uh, uh, early, you know, you, you ain't want to push your kids real fast. Say, no, wait, no, you don't need no boyfriend, you need no girlfriend. I, I, I'm, uh, you, I, he can't come over the house, but you can have a friend. <laughs> you, we ain't going to call him your boyfriend, but I want him to be a boy. Okay, that's it. Okay. I, I, 
I'm just saying, you know, I want to be a, you know, I want her to, I want her to be a girl, right? That's right. If you got sons, you want to, you want to be a girl because this world is just lost their mind. And, 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 you know, and, and that's it. And, 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 and that's right. Now they now they talking about the bathrooms and and, and, and and I don't I hope you know what's happened. I hope you're not blind. It was happened. This is all a plan. This is all a scheme and it's planned out to go after your children. It's going it's planned out now to go after our children. Because they're not getting the numbers they want from the, the older ages. So they said, let's make a whole crop of them right in the school system. And let's tell everybody in the school system that if, if the boys say, I feel like a girl today, it's okay. Madness. Madness. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready for battle. I'm ready for battle because soon as that happens where it affects, uh, directly affects something I can do about it, I'm going up to school. And, I, and you ain't going to tell me, well, it's your child when she's home, but she owls here. No, she's mine everywhere. No, son, she's mine everywhere. Ready? You keep talking like that, get your bag, get your book bag because I'm going to show you. You're going with me. That's right. I ain't got a lot of money, but I got, you're going to a private school. I work, I had to do something. You're going to something that's going to listen to me more. Something that's going to respect my values. Something that's going to respect, don't be afraid to go fight about it. I'm telling you, there's a war going on. It's fighting time. Put up your dukes. Time to fight. Because the battle is real. And we can sit back and play around and, and, and wait until it gets you in the front door where you can't do nothing about it. But I, 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 no, I ain't going out like that. No, I'm going out with a fight. And that's what preachers supposed to be about anyway. Yeah. Contending for the faith. Yeah. Fighting for the truth. Yeah. Fighting for Jesus. Amen. And, I, and, and I ain't going out like that. I just ain't doing it. Amen. Brother Lucas turned 77 tomorrow. He said he ain't going out like that either. <laughs> Y'all know how he is. He's 77 years. I ain't going out like that. That's right. I ain't going out like that. Fight the faith. And the fight has to, be all, have to become beyond these four walls. And Brother Veal is putting together some plans that are going to be able to enhance us to be able to go out and do some things uh, in the community with some families and some, and some things. So we just, just get ready because it's time for us to put up your dukes. If you're scared, say so. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 through 4, which was very ably read by Brother Keelan. I'm going to read it one more time for emphasis sake. The Bible says in Luke 11, 1 through 4, now faith, Hebrews, thank you, sir. Hebrews 11, 1 through 4, thank you. Hebrews 11, 1 through 4. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more 
excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gift, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. When you look at this text before I give you the topic and the title, I want to let you know that after we leave here, our children and our grandchildren prayerfully will have to come behind us. And as we are living an example before them, we want not only do we want to make sure that we live a good life down here, but we want to make sure that that life pleases the almighty God and that our life speaketh even when we gone. Abel's life was a righteous testimony even when he left his life. Listen, you wanted to be said about you when your family talk about you at the dinner table. Let it be said that mama went to church. Grandmama went to church. Daddy read his Bible. Daddy prayed for this family. Let it be said when they think about you, that they think about the things that you did that's going to live on in their memory. So at least when they get in trouble and think about you, they know that you knew how and where to go get help for your troubles. Whenever daddy got in trouble, he dropped to his knees. Whenever mama got in trouble, she dropped to her knees. Whenever they was going through a struggle, they went to church and still worshiped God. Able yet being dead, yet speaketh of the righteous sacrifice that he gave unto God. See, in order to let your legacy, too many times our legacy, if we're not careful, will be about all the conflicts we got in and all the fights we had and all the struggles we had and and everything we always were struggling and and fighting. You don't want that. Don't listen. Don't be fighting about the wrong thing. Don't fight about the wrong thing. We got to understand that we don't want to do that because there's a life is too short. As the preacher preached this morning is about making the right choices. And we got to respect and honor and love God. Some people, I think some people in this world with all this crazy stuff that's going on, they think they actually can fight the almighty. They think they actually can fight and can, and can punch the almighty. What they need to learn and understand, and the title of my sermon is, your arm's too short yes, to fight against God. Amen. Your arms are, too, you don't have what it takes. Right. You're not even a contender. You can't even get in the ring with God. Right. You can't even get into the building he's fighting in. We got enough to, to shake our, our, our fist of rebellion in the face of Almighty God. Don't you know God says by his word, his word, he framed the worlds. Faith denotes confidence and trust in which we cannot immediately see or understand, but we believe it. I ain't never been to heaven, but I'm excited about going. I ain't never been to heaven, but I'm excited about going to heaven. Some of y'all ain't never been to hell, but your work show you excited. (laughs) 
It's not a good place. Put that energy somewhere else. Heaven, be excited about going there. Faith is defined as, as a confidence for that which Christians hope and a conviction of those that are fighting a fight. And even though it's things that they have not understood or seen, they still believe God by his word. Say Jupiter, Mars, uh, uh, Apollos, all these uh, 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 planets coming to galaxies, coming to be solar systems. You talking about you fighting him? You fighting the one who make the world spin? You fighting the one who keeps the oceans from the land? You fight the one that said, ocean, you can't go no further than this. They got nerve to be trying to fight God. Uh, Brother Matthew, I don't agree with that. I know the Bible talks about that, you know, uh, you know, one man and, and one woman, and I understand that, but, but, but if a girl, if she loved that other girl, love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The reasoning is foolish. Yeah. Foolishness. Yeah, I just saw a commercial. Let me go to commercial. Yeah. And people are buying into this, into this foolishness. Listen, we got to stop fighting the wrong stuff and start fighting for righteousness, for holiness, for justice. Go to Genesis chapter number three. Let's look at Abel and how he speaketh from the grave because of his righteousness. In Genesis, go to Genesis chapter four. In Genesis chapter number four, I'm going to pick it up at verse number one, where it says here, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare that firstborn child whose name is Cain. And said, she said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Verse 2, and she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. In the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Now, when you understand the text of Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number four, it says he did it by faith. It said by faith he offered a more excellent sacrifice. He did This was not just his opinion. He did it by faith. How do you know? By the very definition of faith. In its operations, Romans 10, 17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We can do it by faith. Oh, Y'all ain't got it yet. When you do communion today, you might want us to put up here some a Mountain Dew. And you might want to put, over, put up here uh, uh, your favorite fish sandwich. You say, that's my kind of communion right there. See, if somebody thought that was good and did that, the Bible said God won't accept that. Amen. Why? Because it's not done by faith. Because faith comes by hearing the word of God. And ain't no way in the word of God do you hear anything about a Mountain Dew. No way in the word of God do you hear anything about, about putting a fish sandwich on the table. You don't hear it. So to go out and say I'm doing it because this is what I believe means you're not doing it by faith. You're doing it by your own will. 
at, so when you go here in Genesis and you see uh, Cain and you see uh, uh, Abel, you see here that it says here in verse number four, and Abel, he, I'm about to pick it up at three. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect. He liked, he accepted Abel's sacrifice and his offering. Verse five. But unto Cain and his offering, he did not accept it. He rejected it. Why did he reject it? Because Abel did his by faith. And nowhere in the Bible do it, did it say Cain did his by faith. That means that God gave them instructions on what he wanted. And obviously Abel, because he respected God, gave God what he wanted. Cain the Bible says here, he gave God here in verse number five, four, he said, uh, verse three. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. That means because he's a gardener, he decided because he's a farmer, he decided I'm going to bring God some cucumbers. Give him a little bit of lettuce right here. He's going to like these. Because that's how we are. And give God a little bit of some of, this, some of these carrots over here. Because I know God likes that, them vitamins. You know, I get God, you know. And you're getting all this stuff. And you're just going to give it to God versus what he wants you to give him. You remind me of the husband that stayed out all night long. Came home. His wife was mad. Where you been? He said, well, I worked till four in the morning. Then I hung out with the buddy, hung out with the fellas until this morning. But, you know, I, I got to have some fun, too. She lived with him. Lived. Some clicks at him and say, you know what? I don't, that was a bad idea. That was a bad idea. So he goes and he gets a box of candy and flowers and bring it to her. He said, I know she's going to want this. And bring it to her. And she grabbed it. She looked at it. She threw it in the trash can right in his face. Why are you throwing this in the trash can? She said, because if you're trying to make up, you can't tell me how to make up. That's your idea to get the candy. That's your idea to get the flower. That wasn't my idea. I didn't ask for it. I didn't request it. That's you. That is not what I asked for. He said, okay, okay. I know what I'm going to go. I got something good for it now. I got this stuff right here, and I'm going to take this to her, and this is going to be good. She was looking at that new living room set, and I'm going to get that down there, and I'm going to take her to thing, and I'm going to, hey, honey, look at this. You got that living room set you wanted. She looking at the thing. She said, where is that? <laughs> she said, taking it off the truck. She goes downstairs, get a gal in a blue paint. Don't stay out all night. <laughs> Throw it on the sofa. He's living. What, what is going on here? What in the world is going on here? She said to him, stop trying to make me take stuff. That's your stuff. You had not one time asked me what I wanted. Not one time. You still trying to force on me 
what you want. We try to do the same thing to God. We try to force on God what we think he wants. Rather than giving God what he asks for. You got to give him what he asks for. She looked at him and said, well, what, what you want? She said, well, there's a lot of stuff I want to do, but I don't want you to do it for me. What I want is I want you to give me your paycheck. Man, the guy said, uh-oh, the sister said, amen. We, we, got a, we, got a, we got a little, little splay on our hair. But again, if that's what's being requested, she's the innocent party. He's the guilty party. If that's being, what's being requested to get this thing right, guess what? If you are truly and feel at, at the guilty, if Sister Mathia told that to me, I know the way I am. I wouldn't want to give it to her, but I give it to her. All right. All right. Why? Because I'm the guilty party. Yeah. And somehow we want to be the guilty party. And we still want to fight. Let me show you the Bible. Let me show you the Bible. Let me show you the Bible. I got to show you the Bible. Some of y'all say I need, somebody say I need some scripture. Let's go, go, come on. I'm going to give you some scripture right now. And it says here in verse 5, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very mad. Genesis chapter number 4, verse 5. Cain was very, he was hot. How dare you, God? He was so mad and tell you know how you try to put him on a phony face? The Bible said he was unsuccessful. The Bible said he was mad and his countenance fell. His whole body language showed that he was upset. What are you upset for, Cain? I'm mad that he didn't take my sacrifice. Well, why didn't you give him what he asked for? Oh, we, he, all, he all upset it, and he all mad it, and he wroth. And, and verse 6, Cain, what would it say? Uh-huh. Hold it. What right do you have to be mad? I, your God, I, the Almighty, the one who formed the worlds by my word, the one who keeps the sea at bay, the one who causes the sun to rise in the east and set in the west for my waters. How dare you get an attitude with me because I've given you a word that I want you to submit to, and you stand there and say, no, literally fighting me. I'm mad at you, God. I, 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 was, I was talking to somebody one day, and I even had a brother tell me, me and God ain't speaking. Now, y'all know I fell out the chair first, right? <laughs> I never heard that before, before that time. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you and God ain't speaking? Oh no, we ain't on speaking terms right now. You know, we 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 we, we every now and then we you know every now and then you know you, we have a you know we, we we don't speak to each other. 
Now, that was one of the few times, because as a counselor, when you hear strange things, you're not supposed to make an expression. You poke the jack off, hmm. So the get us know, you know I'm right, that's right, man. We counsel, we know, we gotta go, hmm, interesting. This time, we're not speaking. I said, what are you talking about? You and the almighty God, because he did something that you don't think he should have done, so you're going to put your dukes up, and you're going to fight the almighty God? I said, that, that is a path to bad things. That is a, y'all don't believe me? Watch, 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 watch the tap, watch the tap. Then it says here, go ahead, Claiborne. Uh huh. And why is that And why are you looking like that, Cain? Straighten your face up. Why are you looking like that? Go ahead. Uh huh. There it is, right there. Y'all hear that? Y'all see it? If you do what's right, if you do well, if you hadn't done well, I would have accepted it. If you do it well, should I? I would accept it. If. Sometimes we want God to accept our mess. But we won't do by faith. Oh, church, y'all don't hear me. I'm almost double time. Y'all got to go to your picnic. Let me hurry up here. I know how y'all are. Go to Claiborne. And if you do not well, if you do well, God said, I accept it. If you would have did right, Cain, I would accept it. He said, but if you do wrong, if you continue to do wrong, sin, like a trap, is lying at the door. Do you know, brothers and sisters, listen to this. Because God has given us self-will, we have to regulate it by God's word. Because though you have self-will, self-will actually gives you a, the ability to go do some crazy stuff because self-will is involved. If you ever get a chance, I'm on this text here, I ain't got a lot of time, go read in the Bible where people were eating their children. It's right in the book. Right in the book. That self-will can cause you to do some crazy stuff. Don't fight with God. It is a losing battle. He told Cain, if you had just done right, it would have been acceptable with you. If you go do right, it's going to be acceptable with you. But if not, sin is waiting to trap you up. Y'all can read that? Sin is waiting. He says here, Claiborne, read that one more time. That one more time. Uh-huh. Shall thou not be accepted? Uh-huh. And if thou doest not well, uh-huh. sin lies at the door. There it is, sin. It's waiting for you. Keep going. And unto thee shall he uh, shall be his desire. Uh-huh. He's waiting to capture you. Go ahead. And thou shalt shall rule over him. One or two things gonna happen. Either sin gonna catch you or you gonna get a grip. Somebody said, listen, you can't stay neutral. You can't fight with God on Monday and be his friend on Tuesday. No. No. Here's the beautiful thing I like about that. Now, I will say this. 
Because somebody say, well, and I'm speaking of worldly stuff. I do know as a Christian that if you sin on Monday, you can repent on Monday. Get it right on Monday. You ain't got to wait to come to church. You fix it right there. Father, I've sinned. Lord Jesus, I've sinned. Forgive me of my sin. That's it. You can do it right. You ain't got to wait till you come to church. You can get that. But if you are fighting from a, 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 and your motives are wrong, then guess what? You just can't run back till you get that straight. Watch the text. Go ahead, Claiborne. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hold it right there. The Bible said it came to pass. Whenever you see that word, it came to pass. I want to let you know that that means that there is a process of time. What are you saying, preacher? He been, he was fighting with God too long. He fight you God, and the Bible says sin lies at the door. He never got that straight. Never got control of that situation. Never. Church, it comes a time when we just got to say, speak, Lord, thy servant here and command and I will obey you. It just has to come. Because if the motive is not right, God know your heart. He know. Oh, he wants you to just show enough love him without no strange attack. But because Cain couldn't do that, the Bible said it came to pass. Meaning over a period of time as he let that thing simmer. I'm flying over. Let me say this. Whenever you fight with one another, have a timetable to end the fight. Amen. Can't be going on and on because stuff start happening. You start, it, it start changing on you. Anger can turn, if you're not careful, into hatred. And hatred can turn into bitterness. And bitterness can turn into wrath, wrath, verse, wrath. Rage is when you get crazy. That was Cain. And wrath can turn into rage because it wasn't dealt with. And the Bible said while he was walking with his brother, just having a, a, a brother and the brother talk, what happened? Claiborne. And it, and it came to pass when they were in the field uh -huh. that Cain rose up against Abel, uh -huh. brother, and slew him. Now let me show you how crazy we get. Here's craziness. Cain took him out in the field. Now, did he think God wasn't going to be out in the field? I mean, <laughs> I mean, come walk with me, brother. <laughs> he think God is in the, he think God is not going to see this? We get crazy like that sometimes. I'm going to do this and God, God, I'm going to sneak. We say, that. I'm going to sneak and do this. You ain't sneaking. Who you sneaking against? Man can't judge you. God can judge. The one who, who you need to work things out with is the one that sees you. He went, took him out into the field. What did he do to him? Kill him. I like kill better. He killed him. Abel rose up against Cain and rose up. me. There's a little struggle going on. But he killed him. Yeah. That's for God liking you more than me. That's for you being God's favorite. He accepts your sacrifice and he didn't accept mine now. Abel didn't do nothing to him. A lot of times when I said don't fight against the wrong thing, 
sometimes we fighting against stuff that we shouldn't be fighting against. It's the wrong stuff. Our arms are too short to fight against God. But at the same time, let's fight against the right stuff. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Watch the text now. Watch the text. And then it says here uh, in, in verse number nine, and the Lord said unto Cain, listen, where is Abel thy brother? And he said, what? I have no idea. He said, I know not. How in the world are you going to tell me? You know what? I pray. I'm almost done. I pray we don't get up there on judgment day and act crazy. I pray we don't get up there on judgment day and try to bring an excuse to Almighty God like, God said, where was you at Saturday night, January the 1st, 1992? I pray you don't get up there and when God tell one of the angels to roll back the CD and you go on a boom, I pray you don't say, that ain't me. That was, I don't know who that, that wasn't my, I was not, I, I, I pray that, 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 that we have a better, a better word than that to God. Because sometimes we live our lives as if we're going to get away with some stuff and the Bible says we're not. Don't fight with them. Why contend with someone we can't beat? Go over to 2 Kings. And the lesson's yours. Second Kings. Here's another guy. Second Kings 5. Now, I'm going to sum it up because of time's sake, and then I'm going to get to the part I want. Here we have here, we have a captain of the king of Syria, this man named Naaman. And, and he was, the king really liked him. And the king had basically heard that because Naaman had leprosy. Great fighter, but he was sick. And you know leprosy can kill you easily. And that means his, his, his lifespan is not going to be with leprosy but so, so long. And the king loved him. And the king heard that there was a great prophet, a great healer over in another nation, Israel. And because Syria was the dominant or predominant nation in the region at that time, they went and he wrote a letter to the king of Israel saying, I want my servant healed. Now, when you pick it up here in verse number seven, it says, and it came to pass when the king of Israel read the letter that he tore his clothes. He rent his clothes and said, am I God to kill and to make alive? That this man doeth sin unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? He said, wherefore, uh, uh, he said, wherefore consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh to fight me. He just want to make it up. He know I can't heal nobody in leprosy. He just want to fight me. Verse 8. And it was so that Elisha, now this is the great prophet of God. Elijah, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king saying, Wherefore or why have you rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. There is a representative of the Almighty God in Israel. Amen. Church, I pray that when this stuff starts getting crazy, 
and we start having to put our signs up and, and making a little noise, I pray we do it to let the people know that there are children of God still living down here. That there are children of the Almighty that says enough is enough that will stand fast down here. Even with our friends, when they start talking crazy stuff, I wish we had to go to tell them you ain't having that conversation around me. Amen. I don't know why we let the world say anything. They can cuss, swear, lie, anything, tell bad jokes. They can do anything. We can. <laughs> why can't we just quickly like men, quickly like women and say, I don't want to hear that. You want to talk like that, take that on the other side of the park. I, I, I'm in church, I love the Lord, I'm a Christian, and I don't want to have this conversation with you. Why can't we just stand tall? Amen. Like Elijah said, send him to me so he'll know, yes, there is a prophet in Israel. Watch this now. Then go down here at verse number uh, nine. So Naaman came with his horses and his chariots, big time Naaman, captain. And he stood at the door of the house of Elijah. And Elijah sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was mad. Yes, he was. <laughs> who got, got leprosy, Elijah or Naaman? I don't understand it. He, he mad. You know what it is? Because sometimes we think. That we special. There comes time. Sometimes we think that there are just certain things God ought to do for us. There's just certain things that I, as a child of the Most High, have a right to receive in my life. And if I don't receive some things in my life, I, God don't want me to start doubting him now because I don't want to have to go that route. We are nuts. We think we got a right to stuff that we don't have a right to. We got a right to obey God, die, and go to judgment. I'm, almost, I'm watching the clock. I'm almost done. Go, let, let, watch this, watch this. Then he said here in verse number, number uh, 10, 11. Read it, Claiborne. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hold it. That's where he made his problem. That's it. That's a, a lot of us. That's our issue. That's us. That's us. That's our issue. I, I, I thought. I thought for sure that God would give me that job. I thought for sure God would give me that opportunity. I thought for sure that God would heal me of that thing. God providentially knows what's best for you. Some of you, if you was to get a big time, half a million, quarter of a million job, that money would take you straight to the lake of fire. Because believe it or not, everybody can't handle money. Everybody can't be, a lot of people don't like me saying, everybody and, and I, I, I hear some of you saying, well, I ain't asked for half of me. I'm just, I, I, just, I just want my cut. <laughs> Listen, God got you. Trust God. 
Don't fight with him. Just trust him. Don't resist him. Just trust him. Naaman said, wait a minute. I thought he would surely come out. He didn't even keep knowing. Do you know who I am? I thought, y'all read that? I thought he was surely, go ahead, Cable, read that. He would surely come out to me. Yeah, I thought, what, what do you think he's doing? Go ahead. And Wait a minute, I thought he would give me the holy formula. I thought he was sure. See, some of us won't obey the gospel because we buy into these holy formulas. Yeah. Amen. Uh, the preacher got to come out and grab the olive oil, slap it down, have me get down on the ground. Oh, great, who of the most high, of the what, and the where, and the how, and I hereby pow this, how of this, pow of this, uh, uh, pow this. Uh, none of that's in the Bible, but we be loving it. We be like, God hit me again. How do I know? I feel something. I, I bet you do feel something. Look what the text said. I thought he would surely come out and stand and call on the name of his God. Y'all see that verse 11? Call on the name of his God and strike every. I don't know if folk like to be beat up by the preacher, man. Smack him, man. Hallelujah. Strike. Strike his hand over the place. Smack. Some folk like that. That ain't in the Bible. Strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. leper. And then he gets to verse 12. And he said, well, since I'm mad about that, and not only am I mad about that, not only did he let me down with the formula, but now he want to get me to go in stinky Jordan River. Everybody know that river stink. Y'all, that Jordan River was equivalent to uh, um, um, Middle River. <laughs> and if you know anything about me, I don't even like to drive over the bridge on top of the water. <laughs> it was bad stuff. But if God says that's where your healing, that's where your blessing, that's where your victory will come from, then you better get in it. But no, not naming names. I know some rivers that I get in. What do you say, Claymore? A banner? Father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to choose my own. And you know what? Well, Lord, I know you ain't telling me to marry this little squirmy bald head guy. I want to marry that six foot curly head. Uh, swag. Got that confidence. I want him, Lord. But little puny, little puny, I love you. He'll take care of you. He'll be there for you in rough times. Swag. Swag got conditions. Swag wants you to be able to take care of him. Swag wants your bank card. Swag wants to drive your car. Swag wants to put his feet on your sofa. Amen. 
and we want to choose that. I don't want little Jordan River. I want a Bannon Papa. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put a comma right there. So get you back next week. Next week when you come back, we're going to finish this story. Yeah. Because I want you to understand that your arms are too short to fight against the almighty God. Be like Abel. Have a good legacy where when you die, your life will speak from the grave. Bear God good fruit. Amen. If you're out there and you're subject to the Savior's invitation, hear his word, believe his word, repent of your sin, confess your faith in Christ, and come and get yourself baptized in the Christ for the remission of your sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen? If you're out there, let's stand, let's stand, let's stand, and let's take our troubles to God. And if you want to obey the gospel, come forth right now. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Early calling ye home, calling today, calling today. Why from the 